Well, when I was growing up, we would pay for ringtones. Yeah. And I remember it was like a big deal because your popularity was dependent upon the fact if you had the coolest ringtone. The only thing about paying for them, see, uh, if, for those of you that don't know, Pastor Aaron, grew, there was a bridge in our hometown. One side of the bridge is Gulf Breeze. The yep. other side of the bridge yep. is Pensacola. Where I'm from, we didn't pay for ringtones. We would uh, record <laughs> a, mu- a music video. Like it'd be yep. like, no, no, I know what you're talking about. I never did that, but we yeah. had money and we would pay for them. But now I think for the last seven years, I haven't had a ringer on my phone one time. Yeah. Like no, there's just, they're all there's on no silent. way. Yeah. Vibration maybe yep. at the most. I don't even do vibration. Yeah. Vibrate. Vibrate. Uh, yeah. That, that might. Yeah. We don't want to scratch that out of there. Yeah. Buzzwords in here for that. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we are back for season three Come of on. Made for More so here with excited. Bobby Sasser. We had so much fun on our first time doing this last season together and got a lot of good feedback. Yeah. And so, Bobby, how does it feel to be like the co-host of Made for More? You know, there was a, a void that was missing in my life, yep. and yep. I didn't know what it was, but it's been filled now. And so I, my dreams have come true. So yes. it's been an honor. Well, we're going to have a fun season, and we had a lot of fun last season talking about the healthy leader. If you missed any of that, make sure you go back and check it out. Um, but Bobby and I are going to really take this leadership thing to the next level, help you get better, made for more. The whole vision behind it is realizing that you are made for more, that there's yeah. more inside of you than you can imagine. And so we want to help you get there. And we like the banter. We like kind of going back and forth and talking. And uh, we have notes, but we kind of wing it yeah. a little bit. So yeah. Use some life experience of our 30, almost 40 years. You're, uh, how many years? How old are you? 36, yeah. 36. I met Bobby when he was um, 19. 19 yes. years old. Yeah, 19. I actually, you know, it's funny as we were, as I was prepping for this, I realized that we've hit the threshold of where we've known each other for half, half our lives. Half our lives. Yeah, which is kind of weird. And now it's only going to grow from there. So, uh, which is the good, right? Because yep. now we know, uh, know all the stuff. So, yep. which, speaking of all the stuff, the book, um, I'm super excited about this. My and, first book yes. is out. So, well, it's coming out. It's exciting. It's so, coming out, yeah, yeah. Which, is, uh, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, the, the point of this season yep. is really around the idea of Pastor Aaron's book, The Unfair uh, Advantage. And I have a, a little bit of the behind the scenes of, of some of this, which I would love just because it'll be really easy for the book to come out, for people to read it, make sure and buy it. There'll be links all over the place uh, to pre-order and to purchase it. Um, but before we dive into the content of the book, I would love for um, for our audience just to hear a little bit of the process. Yeah, you know, how did you? Because I know it's been several years. It's probably honestly like a lifetime in the making, honestly. But yep. really, functionally, like a few years of of a process to get to an actually a finished book. I did not know how difficult this is, and so maybe some of our listeners and um, viewers want to write a book one day. It is hard. It is yeah. a hard process if you do it right. So, I mean, you can go out there and self-publish a book like and be out in a week, but that's, you know, an easier process that's, um, really doesn't get anywhere. But this, uh, process started three years ago. I preached a conference in Dallas, 2000 pastors, and I preached the message and the message was called the unfair advantage. And it was a message that God had given me earlier in that year during 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so I preached the conference. When I preached the conference, uh, Mark Batterson, 
uh, Scott Wilson, a few other uh, major pastors come up to me and said, that message needs to be written into a book. And if you'll write it into a book, we'll help you get it published. Well, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. So I said, sure, it sounds cool. So I started the process. Um, I was doing my doctorate, finished my doctorate, and then took a couple writing retreats and, and wrote it. And it's been a three-year process. So um, got an agent. Uh, nice. Mark Batterson helped me with that. That was a big deal. That was a miracle deal. My whole thing was... From the beginning, I'm not going to promote the thing. I'm not going to push yeah. it. If God wants it to happen, he'll make it happen. And so I uh, got an agent. The agent shopped it out We uh, to different publishers. So you have to get a publisher to like sign you. And mm. nobody knows who I am other yeah. than you amazing Made for More listeners yes. and our Radiant Church family. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Yeah. But um, so anyway, I'm a nobody, which is okay. Um, I'm famous in my home. That's all that matters. <laughs> but they yes. uh, seven major publishers all said no wow. no way we had one yes but it was like a like nobody would know who they are and it was you know yeah. a mess and it all handed on one last publisher wow. which is the largest in the globe mm. uh it's one of the largest two in the globe and they signed it they said yes. that's incredible so, so it's a total god thing um releases this august which is when our podcast comes out so you, uh, right around this maybe if you're watching right now it'll release uh next week but uh, maybe you're listening to this in the future, and you can buy the book wherever books yeah. are sold. And so, but we're not going to talk about kind of the book is a Christian life yes. help. Like every person can get help from the book, but we're going to take it and this season we're going to spin it and do it leadership. Yes, which I'm I'm really excited about. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to put a whole spin on how the unfair advantage um, and how leaders really walk into their unfair advantage and really mm-hmm. taking your company and your business and your employees and your life and your marriage to the next level. And um, the way God wants you to win is not the way you think you're going to win. It's always some unfair thing that God uses for your advantage. So we'll we'll have fun with it. Which I'm excited about, which by the way, uh, for those of you that have been listening, thank you so much. We've actually gotten quite a bit of feedback. So please yeah. continue yep. uh, to give us feedback. We we do this for you guys and uh, we, we want to make sure it's it's worth your time. Uh, just to echo what Pastor and just said, the book is different than the podcast. So don't feel like that, oh man, the podcast is just basically yep. an executive summary of the book. Um, obviously, there will be some you know similarities because the content of the book is going to translate over, but it's really two totally different uh, angles of of this content, and so it's not you're going to miss one or the other. So so get both. Listen to the podcast. Listen to this season fully. Uh, we're going to be diving in as well as purchasing the book. Before we dive into the details, though, because this yep. this particular episode, we're going to be diving into kind of a high level overview of these uh, various. Di- unfair advantages but before we do how would you define like the the bigger picture of the unfair advantage how did you come up with that mindset that that mantra well the unfair advantage is the thing in your life that is not fair that god uses for your advantage so i'll give you a good example um we all go through unfair seasons in our life or unfair things that have happened to us but if you'll learn to leverage them then mm. that is what will actually differentiate you from everyone else and use it for a greater purpose and bring you more success or help you walk into your divine calling. Yeah. So I use my dad as an example. My yeah. dad is, he can sell anything yes. to anyone. Shout out to Mr. Riley Burke. I'm telling He's you, incredible. my dad does not listen to this podcast, but... That he would should. be awesome. He should. <laughs> he doesn't know how to download a podcast, but I'm sure <laughs> okay. he's amazing. We'll we'll send it to him. But he um, he could sell anything to anybody. Yes. 
I grew up in a car dealer's home. I mean, we mm. owned businesses, we'd own real properties. I mean, he could, he would sell anything, he would trade anything. One yeah. time, legitimately, I came home and he said, Hey, we took on a trade today. And it's always like a jet ski, a motorcycle, a boat. We'd always have these random things. Mm -hmm. One time I came home and there was two donkeys at our house. No Live way. donkeys, ladies and gentlemen. In the subdivision, in the suburbs. And, and, yeah. Like just there. Wow. And and by the way, he named them Susan and Anita, which doesn't sound like just yeah. normal names, but that's my mom and my aunt's name. <laughs> so he named both <laughs> he was, of those. Yeah, making so, a little stab there. Yeah, right? making a stab. Anyway, so... Because uh, he could just, he bought these things. I was the only one that took care of these donkeys and then we sold them and made money. I'm sure he made money. Yeah. He could make money off anything. For sure. But anyway, I was talking to him about this book and I said, I said, dad, I'm creating this book called The Unfair Advantage, all the negative things. He said, well, you don't know how I got into sales. I said, no, tell me, how did you get into sales? He goes, I was in middle school and I would come home and their family was so poor and not because his parents didn't make good money. His parents were entrepreneurs. They, they didn't yeah. know how to make money. His dad had a terrible uh gambling habit wow and would go and gamble all he gambled all of his college funds away gam gambled they would come home and there would be no food because he would gamble all the grocery money away and so my dad one time was so hungry he went and got all these avocados from these avocado trees and and hialeah yeah got these avocados went to the side of the road started selling avocados and he said he'd sell them an avocado one for a quarter or uh or five for a dollar okay and that was his thing. Already and he went out and started selling avocados. Wow. And when he would do this, he learned how to sell. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I did that. And then from that, I learned that I, I can do sales yeah. well. And then he started selling in marketing and then cars and then homes. And now he sells all kinds of stuff. The key is he took something negative, leveraged it, and it helped him walk into his calling. Yeah. And everybody's got something like that. And I think that's what's good for people to hear. Is And I love that story uh, about your dad. The the fact that there's unfairness for everyone. So this yep. isn't a, a CEO problem or a single mother problem. This is a human problem, right? Yes. We all deal or have dealt or will deal with uh, with unfairness. Um, let's talk a little bit uh, about your story. Yep. because And even you can go as far back as you want, but definitely the Radiant story yep. um, and some of the unfair advantages uh, unfairness that actually became advantages uh in hindsight we could not find a building in south tampa to get up yeah. we wanted to be at a local high school they kept telling us no and i thought i'm going to use my dad's sales techniques yeah. to get me in there but my unfair advantage is not going to be the same as his so i went in there no i got no 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 mm. and then finally uh, the only place that allow us to come in was a rundown dollar theater in, in the South Tampa community. That if you're in Tampa Bay, you know the Brent Theater. It's an iconic place that's just known for being dirty. Yes. And that was the only place we could start. But it was our unfair advantage. We leveraged it for a greater good. I say it this way. If God doesn't solve your problems, he'll spin them for a greater purpose. That's really good. And I want you to see yeah. how God works because many of you are praying for God to solve it. But many times he doesn't solve it, he spends it. And the way he did it is he didn't solve our problem by giving us amazing facility. Mm -hmm. He gave us a facility that we really didn't want, but he spun it for a greater purpose. And because of that, we then ended up being able to save a lot of money because yeah. we were paying a fraction of the cost and rent. We were able to really make it our own. And then from this, we've now launched seven plus locations all over Tampa Bay, thousands of people, more people go to church in our campuses than even at our main broadcast site in South Tampa because we took an unfair thing 
made it an advantage, and that's how God's used our church. Yes. So everybody's got that kind of story in their life. The difference is, are you going to be victorious in your unfair advantage, or are you going to be a victim of it? Yes. And I see a lot of people become victims of their story. They go, sure. well, you know, it could have been my dad going, I never had any money. I didn't have someone mm -hmm. to mentor me. Or I'm going to be victorious of this, and I'm going to learn how to sell. We could have said, we're not getting a good, good location. Let's go out in, in another part of town that God's not called us to. Or we could have been victorious and say, no, we're going to use what we have for a greater purpose. Yes. Your story is going to be marked by how you deal with the unfair issues in life that are handed to you. Yes, because they are going to happen, and I think, to all uh, of us. and that's, and and they're still in some ways. Yeah. Uh, that you know, we talk about the theater, uh, which ended up becoming an advantage uh, in a later time that we didn't realize. But w there's other things. It's not like mm -hmm. we graduated from that and then it was gone. Um, so talk a little bit about the um, kind of in light of of this idea, mm -hmm. right? That there's going to be unfairness, but if we you know, allow it to be spun yep. by God. Um, the idea of the automatic um, versus available, the, the, the versus, available automatic. versus automatic, because even the lease. So, yep. um, for and not to get into too many like details, um, but the the mindset of like the theater was going under, and it could have been like, oh man, we're losing our space. But instead of of allowing that to be a disadvantage, you you took advantage of it. Yeah. Okay. So this is a huge key when it comes to this book. And I'm like, what what's the differentiator between this book and every other book that you have sitting in your house? It's because they all tell you the same thing. God can turn around the negative things for yeah. good. We all know that. It's a story of Joseph, a story of my life, story of your life. But I put a giant if on there. Yeah. If, if you're willing to work it and leverage it, God will turn it around for the good. So just because it's available doesn't mean it's automatic with your life. That's good. So there's a there's an available um, spin that can be put on your pain and your adversity and your hardship, but it's not automatic. So with this, you've got to figure out how to make it work in your life. So the lease is a great example. Yeah, you helped me this. Our uh, the theater was going under. We we looked at it and we go, man, maybe God brought us here to take over this lease. But it wasn't us just going, let's just pray it in and maybe the lease will fall into our lap. Yeah. We had to work that yeah, deal. For years. We had to go behind the scenes. We had to work the process. We had mm -hmm. to work it out. And God supernaturally gave it to us. It's something that we had to leverage our unfair advantage for the good. And it's the same thing with your life. It's not going to work until you work it. Yes. Let me just say that again. Yeah, it's not going to work until you work it. So there's a lot of people who are sitting back going, my life has fallen apart. God will turn it around for the good. No, you got to figure out why and how. That's why I put seven things in this book. We'll yeah. go through some of them in this season to show you that actually it's recognizing the scenario. It was us recognizing maybe God put us in this rundown dollar theater because he wants us to run it, oversee it, make it our facility, and use it for a greater good. Now, I never knew that day one. Yeah. We didn't figure that out until about three years into this thing. But we had to work the deal. Yes. And we had to work the process. And if you will realize that your limitations, um, I actually love limitations now because the more I'm limited, the more it makes me creative and scrappy to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. We just had to deal with this with our St. Pete location. We couldn't find a building. Um, it was unfair that we're in this school that we're growing out. We're just, we're, we're packed out of yeah. there. And we're going, it's not, it's not going to work. 
And then we go, oh man, God opens another site for us. Absolutely, yeah. So so we took an unfair thing, we made it into our advantage, but it's not going to happen automatic. You've got to learn how to work it. And part of that working it is recognizing what's unfair and then recognizing how to leverage it for the greater good. Let's uh, let's dive into that a little, which there'll be a whole episode about work ethic and, and yes. kind of having grittiness, which, so make sure if you don't listen to anything else, listen to that one, um, listen to all of them. Um, but talk about grit, because I feel like entitlement has probably been since yes. the beginning of time, right? So this isn't a Gen Z thing or, um, you know, a, a now thing. It's a, it's a human problem that we've had. Um, there is a heightened awareness of it. In that you you have a group of people, it could easily be us, our generation, even the boomer generation all the way down to Gen Z and those that are kind of even growing up now. But talk about entitlement versus grit because a lot of times we expect God to do something incredible in our lives. However, we don't see what you're saying, which you've already said, but I, yeah. want, I want you to kind of even maybe give some life experience of it's not like it just fell into place. There was grittiness. No, yes. Um, the selling of the avocados, the working of the facility for Radiant, the you fill in the blank of all the different things. But there's some leaders out there that need to hear that it's not just this podcast and this book and a little bit of prayer is gonna help. It's gonna actually take some work. It's gonna take some grit. Yeah, I mean, part of our unfair advantage is that, and one of those chapters is about work ethic, is the fact that we understand that we have a part to play in this yeah. thing. So St. Augustine, who is one of the great fathers of the faith, says that God will bring the wind, but man must raise the sail. Wow. So God brings the wind, but man's got to raise the sail. You've got to do your part. Yes. So there is an entitlement that just says, you know what? It's owed to me. Nothing's owed to you. I did a message at Radiant. It's become one of the most popular ones of the last year where I just gave 10 things that you should do in your employee at, at your job to let you stand out. Yeah. And it was like eye-opening, like yeah. things like show up on time. Don't yeah. talk bad mouth people in the workplace. <laughs> like don't be dramatic. Go the extra mile. Yeah. You know, it was it's, it's take on side projects at work. People were like sitting there like taking notes. Like I've never heard this before because it's so unique in our culture today for people to put in the grit and the work ethic and I don't think it's a new thing, but I do think it's more popular now because of the influencer culture. The influencer Correct. culture yes. is, I can become famous and wealthy and do nothing. Correct. That's not reality. Yeah. The reality is you're going to have to work. Anything that you think is an overnight success, it might be overnight to you, but it was decades to them. Yes. So how long did it take me to write the book? I tell people... 39 years it's yeah. taken me to write my yeah, first book. Yeah, that's good. Because it's it's not something that, well, in reality, as I wrote it over a few weeks, but it's 39 years of, of, of stories, 39 years of experience, of wisdom. You have to understand things are going to take longer than you want them to take, but it's those grittiness over the years that will eventually, let me just say this. This was a big revelation I had in my quiet times the other day. Um, I... We all know the story of David and Bathsheba. He yeah. sends public. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. God exposes him mm -hmm. through Nathan the prophet. And this story is that basically he repents. And when he repents, he says, all that is done in secret, God, you have exposed in public. And we mm -hmm. know this yeah. because we know that God exposes our, our, pub, our private life in public. Yeah. But then I spun it and I yeah. realized it's the same with the opposite. In the same wow. way that God exposes our sin done in private to the public, 
He also exposes our faithfulness in private. Wow. And blesses us and promotes us in the public. So don't yes. be so frustrated with all those negative things you're doing in your life. Be encouraged that all those positive things that you're doing in your life that nobody else sees, God sees, and God will promote it in due time. And that's our unfair advantage. Unfair yes. advantage is we work like it depends on us, but we pray like it depends on God, and he will turn it around for the good. He'll do the supernatural part. We do the natural part. Yes, I love that so much. It's the grace of God and our effort combined. Absolutely. Um, which is huge. So why don't we shift gears a little? And yep. uh, So you want to talk about a few of the the various disadvantages. I'd love for you to just yep. kind of tell our audience a little bit about um, about right, where so we we're going. At, and, yeah, uh, and we the, look at the story the of Joseph. Of and if you don't know Joseph in the Bible, well, there's a couple Josephs. One's uh, his Mary's husband. We're not going to talk about that guy. Yeah. We're going to talk about the guy in the Old Testament. And so Joseph's story starts with him obviously being a dreamer. And that's mm. chapter one of the book. We're not going to talk about that chapter in this podcast. You got to check it out in the book. But what do you do when you're dreaming and nobody believes in it? Yeah. It actually is for your advantage because what it does, it gets you to keep dreaming. Yeah. And when you keep dreaming, it actually solidifies the dream more. You don't want people to believe in you the first time because actually when they believe in you the first time, you actually succumb to a less... Uh, a lesser version of what God actually wants wow. for your life. So he had to keep dreaming because he had doubts from his friends That's and good. his family. So dreaming's one advantage. The second advantage is all about rejection because you can't t show me a leader that's successful right now that didn't deal with rejection in the past. That's Yes. And rejection causes us to go to one of two ways. It causes us to get bitter or to get better. That's good. And you got to make a decision how you're going to leverage it because that'll be your unfair advantage. Uh, the third one is where Joseph gets his first job. Um, at Potiphar's house, y'all know the story, and he's not paid anything. I called it the wageless worker. What do you do when you're not being paid, you're not being acknowledged the way you want to, and I give an unfair advantage there, which is you work hard when nobody else sees it. Mm. So uh, that's one of them. The fourth one we will talk about, which is a big one, which is when Joseph, um, you know, when Potiphar's wife hits on him and tries to actually yeah. attack him <laughs> and... Uh, uh, story of my life, you know, no, it's not story of my <laughs> life at all, but, uh, they, they have this moment where he had to choose integrity. Yeah. And I've got crazy insight on that one. We're going to talk about integrity and a leader's unfair advantage in that. And then, uh, the story goes on. Obviously he gets put in prison and, mm -hmm. um, we think of prison, not to give away the whole thing, but we think of prison as prison in America or prison in, you know, uh, some third world country. Mm -hmm. they were, he was in Egyptian prison. Egyptian prison was known for their education. Wow. So he actually got put in prison and he actually got an opportunity to get an education that he would never have gotten before. So I call it the, the opportunist. It's the yeah. person that seizes opportunity even in difficult seasons. So we'll talk about that one. Uh, the last uh, couple are, are, what do you do when you're forgotten, when nobody remembers you, staying faithful to God, faithful to the calling. That's good. And then the last one we'll end on is one of my favorites is the fact of your greatest unfair advantage is you recognizing you're limited mm -hmm. and that you only have a certain amount of time, certain amount of capacity, and you can only focus on a certain amount of things. So we're going to, we're going to talk about because most leaders look at that and go, I can do everything. No, it's actually, it's unfair that you can't do everything. But it's actually for your advantage because that means you're not going to do everything subpar. You're going to do a few things really well, and those few things are going to be your legacy. So good. So it's going to be a great season. It is. I'm 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 super excited about it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're almost out of time today, but I just want to 
you know, just reinforce with those that are watching, those that are listening, if you're a leader and, and you're a little, if you feel like things are, if you, some of those d- unfair advantages are already applicable to your life right now and you're uh, maybe on the, the side of defeat, um, that just know like that God is, Joseph's best days were still ahead yes. for him, even in the middle of being challenged, even in the middle of all the things uh, that, that Pastor Aaron just mentioned. However, like, if you don't quit, you win. And, uh, you yes. know, the grace of God and your uh, effort and work combined is going to make a big difference. It's going to make a huge difference. And I would just say this, nothing has been wasted. So when you look at your trials and your heartache and your frustrations, even as a leader, some of you, the 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 issues you have when it comes to finances, the issues when you with your staff, the issues with... Um, with the setbacks you've had in your company, if you'll learn to leverage them, and you're going to learn that in this season, yeah, you'll actually leverage them and you'll go further than you ever went before. Because hmm. if, if God would have given me what I wanted at the start of Radiant, there's no way we'd be as blessed as we are right now. Absolutely. It took something unfair to bring me to the advantage that God has for me. Yes. And that's why we've been able to see miracle after miracle after miracle. So it looks unfair what you're going through right now. Life is unfair. The scenario you're in right now, sickness and disease and the medical issues you've had and the situations in your family, they're unfair. We live in a broken world, but that's why Jesus came. He came to redeem it. So he takes everything and he either solves it or he spends it for a greater purpose. That's good. I'm going to show you how God will spin your issues, even in your company, even in your leadership, for a greater purpose. So stick around. Be part of the episodes. Subscribe. They need to subscribe subscribe to this thing. Share it with your friends, and we will see you next week.